This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. In alhamdulillah, in ahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'marina man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرًا ونذيرًا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركناها على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله أسيكم نفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين تقوا والذين هم محسنون my brothers and sisters, I start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Allah is deserving of our constant thanks and gratitude and praise and I send blessings and salutations upon our beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I'm sure all of us here are aware the days that we are in. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَى تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Remind for indeed the reminders are beneficial to the believers. We need to be constantly reminded. Sometimes you know something, but yet you don't do it. And this is part of and parcel of who we are as human beings. We need encouragement. We need to be reminded. And this is why we have the khutbatul jum'ah every week. This is why we are advised as Muslims to constantly remind each other and advise each other so that we can benefit from the opportunities that Allah gives us. And such great opportunity is here right now since we are in the midst or in the beginning, if you will, of the 10 days that are the most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I really want all of us to reflect upon this. My brothers and sisters, we are going to be in this world for a very short time. 60 years, 70 years, less than that. A very short time. And we will be standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when our good deeds and our bad deeds will be weighed. And Allah has given us many opportunities whereby the scales are tipped in our favor. And this is something that the Muslims should understand because this is the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Generally speaking, the scales are tipped in our favor. What does that mean? When you do a bad deed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will only uh, write for you that one sin that you've done and Allah will never increase it because that would be oppression. 
And then Allah gives you the opportunity to erase it as well through tawbah and repentance and performing good deeds and following bad deeds with good deeds. So you have already the ability to erase every bad deed you've done. Now I want you to think about that for a second. Allah has given us the opportunity to erase every bad deed we've done through repentance. And every good deed that we do, Allah automatically multiplies it for us. Isn't Allah the most merciful? Every good deed that you do, Allah, the minimum amount, Allah times it by 10, on top of that, Allah has given us times and places that our worship is multiplied immensely. A prayer that you pray in front of the Kaaba in the Haram is not the same as the prayer that you pray here in Gune Masjid. Which is why we are encouraged to perform Hajj and Umrah to gain those rewards. A hundred thousand prayers. A hundred thousand prayers. Do you know how long you must pray here to gain a hundred thousand prayers? This is the barakah that Allah has put in that blessed land, which we must go to. When we spend our money going to vacation, spend your money going to Hajj and Umrah, because that will help you on the day of judgment if you want Jannah and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Similarly, Allah gives us opportunities where different times are blessed. So Allah has blessed different times and Allah has blessed different places. The places such as the Haramain, the Prophet's Mosque, Masjid al-Aqsa, they are blessed. The worship you do there is better than the worship you do elsewhere. The prayer that you pray there is better than the prayer you pray elsewhere. But that's not the only thing. Also certain times are blessed. Such as Ramadan in the year. Such as the day of Friday that we are in today. Such as the t first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah, the last month of the calendar year with the Islamic calendar. They are blessed. The Prophet said, and ponder over this hadith. There are no better more days, more beloved to Allah than the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. Meaning the good deeds that you do today have more reward, much more reward than the ones you've done last week. A passage of Quran that you read today has more reward. A good thing that you do for your parents have more reward. Your prayer has more reward. Everything. So you need to be switched on and not treat these days as you do the rest of the year. I'll give you a very good example. Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, we are always switched on during Ramadan. Everyone is aware in Ramadan, it is different. The mosques are full. People are uh, giving more charity. Have you noticed how much charity people give during the month of Ramadan, especially towards the last 10 nights? Because there is a lot of awareness. Don't miss this opportunity. We need to raise more awareness. These days are better and more beloved than the last 10 days of Ramadan. The Prophet said there are no days in the year that are more beloved. So spend them in good deeds. Be aware of it. When you go home, if you have a certain routine, that routine needs to change. If you never used to pray your sunnahs, pray your sunnahs now. If you never used to give charity, start giving charity in these days. If you used to give charity, then increase it. Because, ikhwani fillah, once these 10 days are over, they're gone. And have we got a guarantee we're going to be there for the next ones? None of us have that guarantee. So, ikhtanim. Benefit from this opportunity. 
Don't let it go to waste, lest you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with these days blank. Or even worse, with these days filled with sin instead of good deeds. So my brothers and sisters, my advice to myself and all of you is that when the Prophet tells us that these days are the most beloved to Allah, when Allah swears by them in the Quran, Allah says, وَالْفَجْرِ وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرٍ By the dawn and by the ten nights, and the scholars of Tafsir and the Sahaba said, these ten are referring to the first ten days of Dhul Hijjah. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَيُذْكُرُ اسْمَ اللَّهِ فِي أَيَّامٍ مَعْلُومَاتٍ And let them remember the name of Allah and, and, and do dhikr on the appointed days, the specific days, talking about these ten days. When the Sahaba would encourage each other to do more worship, we need to be switched on. Do not miss this opportunity. We need to see the change in our behavior, in our homes, in the way we, what we are doing. Every single Muslim needs to have these days marked in his calendar, the same way we have Ramadan marked in our calendar, the same way we should have Friday marked in our calendar. And Ikhwan Ifillah, what's going to happen if we're not astute and aware and know what day it is that is better than the rest of the days? What happens to us on Fridays? Every single Friday, like today, the last hour of the day is Sa'atul Ijabah. When you make dua to Allah, Allah accepts your dua. How many of us are aware of that? You need to be aware. Similarly, the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. Similarly, Ramadan. Similarly, all the times that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is blessed, like the day of Ashura, which if you fast, Allah will forgive the past previous year's sin. The day of Arafah is in these 10 days. It's not going to be on Thursday, inshallah, if I'm not mistaken. On Thursday, the Prophet ﷺ said, the day of Arafah, if you fast, يُكَفِّرُ بِهَا الْمَاضِيَةِ Allah will forgive the previous year's sins and the year that is coming. Look at all those opportunities. Isn't the one who is not aware or doesn't care or doesn't change his behavior or his way in these 10 days and acts like it's a regular week, regular 10 days and it passes. Isn't that person someone that is wasteful, ikhwani fillah? Let's fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and use the opportunities Allah has given us. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the khutbah, the scales are tipped in our favor. Allah is showering us with His mercies, giving us these opportunities. We shouldn't waste them. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله رب العالمين وبه نستعين على أمور الدنيا والدين والعاقبة المتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين. My brothers and sisters, Ramadan wasn't too far long ago, and many of us might feel that we could have done better in Ramadan, and you could always do better, not to belittle the good that you've done, but to also strive to always do better. If you feel like you could have done better. You have these 10 days today. Treat them as you would treat the days of Ramadan, especially the last 10 nights. Spend them in worship. Now the question is, what types of worship are recommended or should we do? When something is blessed, like these 10 days, any good that you do will automatically be multiplied immensely anyway. So do as much good as, you, as possible. And as a general rule, the fard acts of worship, 
the obligatory acts of worship always have more reward than the sunnah acts of worship. And that's something you always have to remember. For example, dhuhr, which is an obligatory salah, has more reward than night prayer. This is a general rule, and the Prophet ﷺ said, or Allah said in the Hadith al-Qudsi, that Allah does not love nothing more than when his servant comes near him, with that which Allah has made obligatory upon him. So what do I mean by this? Focus on the obligations. Do the things that are wajib upon you well. Number one, so your daily prayers. Pray them on time. Try to come to the mosques. Especially now that it's a bit more challenging to come to the mosque, the extra effort that you put in, inshallah, Allah will give you more reward for it. Similarly, ikhwanifillah, there are many also recommended acts of worship that you can do. For example, dhikr. Increase your dhikr, your remembrance of Allah. Uh, the tahmeed and the tahleel and the tasbih. The Prophet said in the hadith that these 10 days, you should do more takbir and tasbih and tahmeed. So say, alhamdulillah, subhanallah, allahu akbar. Some of the companions during these 10 days would go out into the market and the, and, and the, uh, the town reciting the takbir out loud and encouraging the people to do the same to remind them that these days are different than any other day of the year. Another act of worship that is highly recommended is fasting. Fasting these 10 days. Well, you can't fast the 10th day because that's the day of Eid. But the nine days before that, if you can fast all of them, that is great. And there's a hadith that mentions that the Prophet Ashr. If not, if you can fast some of the days, that would be great as well. Most definitely do not miss out on fasting the day of Arafah, the ninth day. Do not, the day before Eid. Do not miss out on fasting that day at the very least. Also, Ikhwani Fillah, among the great acts of worship that should be done, but it's, it's, not, it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible for us, is of course Hajj happens during this time. This is the time of Hajj, right? And the scholars, when they talk about what, why are these days so special, they say it is the only time of the year where all five uh, pillars of Islam are being done. Because Hajj is being done, especially for those that are in Saudi right now, they will be doing Hajj. People are fasting, people can give zakat, people are praying, and of course the shahadatain, which we should say all the time anyway. So all acts of the five pillars can be done during these times, like Ibn Hajar mentioned, which gives this, uh, this time a very special time. We also know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frees the most uh, slaves from hellfire and guarantees them Jannah on the day of Arafah. On the day of Arafah. So we need to be aware of all of that, ikhwani fillah. And finally, my final point is going to be regarding Hajj itself. This year we cannot go to Hajj. But generally speaking, Muslims are quite neglectful with regards to the acts of worship known as Hajj. We see it as something that we don't have to do or something that you can do later on in life. It is okay to go on many vacations and not go to Hajj. We don't. We rarely think of saving for Hajj, especially the younger folks. You know what, I'm putting money aside so that I can perform the ibadah of hajj. As if it's not a pillar of Islam. As if it's something that's just recommended. This is an act of worship that is among the pillars of Islam. It is obligatory upon us, especially those who are capable. Now if you don't have the money, then Allah will not ask you to do something that you are not able to do so. But we need to treat hajj as the kind of ibadah it is. It is a lifetime opportunity, and we should all plan for it. In fact, my advice to the younger folks is, do hajj while you're still strong. Because if you do hajj when you're older, you will struggle with many of the acts of worship. And this is very important to remember. Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali, 
uh, the great scholar, he said that Allah knew how the Muslims yearn for Hajj. How the Muslims yearn for Hajj. But many of them are not able to go. So when they're seeing or, or know that people will be saying, Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik, and they're going to the house of Allah and perform this great act of worship, many people around the world, they can't do it. And they are saddened by this fact. So Allah has given them these 10 days. So these 10 days are a gift from Allah. For those of us that can't go to Hajj, we can still gain these great and immense rewards. So my point is, let's not miss this great opportunity. Let's benefit from it. Let's fear Allah and use the blessings He has given us. I ask Allah to give us a tawfiq and understanding to benefit from these acts of worship. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins, to accept our repentance, and to make us of those that regularly worship Him. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to not make us of those that are neglectful with regards to these amazing opportunities, and to accept all our acts of worship. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana, wa fi al-akhirati hasana, wa qina adhaba al-nar. Rabbana atina fi atina atina fusana taqwaha, wa zakiha anta khayru man zakaha. أنت وليها مولاها اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب المغفور وسعي المشكور وعمل المتقبل المبرور وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org